Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, I did. I'm ready to go. Is Luke ready to go? Is Luke ready to share his contributions? It started. Thoughts? Well, welcome to episode 129 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Thank you. We're back for another hour and a bit, maybe more, maybe less. Hopefully less. Of fun. <laughs> Hopefully for all of you, yeah, less. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Um, Eric has a lot of topics because he's the only one who comes prepared to this now. Because Luke, if you ask Luke, he would say, what's going on in the NHL? It's true. <laughs> I've watched maybe like five Leafs games all year. I was I watched one Leafs game and I was baked. Yes, he was I, He was with me um, <laughs> on a Tuesday, no, a Monday night, I think it was. Yeah, uh, bro, I've, I've never been more ripped in my life. That, I was sitting I, there zooted. Everyone over 18 plus, over 18. I recommend it. You know, <laughs> is that going to get us banned? No, I don't know. If it's legal, if it's legal in your state or province, yeah, you know, don't do anything illegal. Man, I thought I thought the first intermission was like fifty yeah, minutes. This long. guy was like, this guy's like, how long is this fucking intermission? Like eighteen minutes. He's like, I feel like I've been sitting here for two hours. That is the problem. Yeah, and then and, and then the last two periods felt like they were five minutes, bro. Like <laughs> it made up for it. And then Which it was overtime, was and they the Islanders. We Islanders. When Shalgren gave the puck away. Oh, we we watched game. it like very close to we were all like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was that was a great experience. Anyways, topics include Tage Thompson and Eric Carlson. Uh interesting comparison. I think one's a defenseman and one's a forward, but <laughs> not a comparison, just like we're trading them this year. <laughs> that's a that's a trade recommendation. That's what you meant by that? Um yeah, yeah. Marner Point Streak quarter quarter season trophy picks. I feel like that always takes us way too long because Eric will go into advanced discussions about why, who deserves what. Um, Seattle, fourth in the league in points percentage, Rangers playoffs, Panthers shooting slump, or Maurice? Jason Robertson and hints. McDavid has 11 5v5 points. Mikheyev Pedersen Kuzmenko line leads the league in 5v5. Man, there's like 10 topics here. Okay, let's just pick some. I said everyone, I don't, nobody responded, but I said remove whatever ones you guys don't want to talk about. And then nobody said anything. I'm I'm making the executive decision here because it's based on relevant news. Talk about Jason Robertson and Rupe Hints and their success so far because hints just signed an eight-year extension for was it 8.75 a year 8.45 okay well at the end of the day big extension use there uh i mean 
they've both been great. And if you bought into Rupe Hint's stock in what 2019, you would be a rich man today. Did you buy into his stock in 2019, Ty? Um, no. <laughs> How would that work? It's, How would it's that someone work? opening the fridge at Martin's place. Yes, it is. How would that work? Buying buying people's stock. Let's let's talk about this as a business idea. And I know investing it, in investing it, it'd in be players. Cool, eh? Hey, there <laughs> are fantasy leagues that do that specifically. I would I short tie every single time. There's something oh. called like the Dauber. It's something to do with like Dauber, which is like this big fantasy hockey website. They basically mm-hmm. have like a league where you just invest in players, and then if their value goes up. You can sell them and get new players, so it's basically just like investing in players. It's really cool. Yeah. I've never played it, but I've uh, like read about it and stuff. But before. in real life, I mean, I guess that's like sports betting, right? You know, you buy the futures. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't think real money's involved. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think it's just for fun. But yeah. the closest you could get is probably like sports betting. But if you bought Jason Robertson Hart Trophy, you know, winner. Yeah, but that's that's really difficult. But like buying that rupens back in 2019 would I know. be I was just, sick I was just, now because he looked good it's cool right he looked good starting yeah. in the league he looked really good so that's looked really good not it's... point per game good no yeah they've looked real good it's insane wow it's insane i think there's a lot of players like we have so many more point per game players than we used to remember in used to like be 20 20- yeah, 2014, yeah. I think Jamie Benn led the league with like 80, no, 78 points or something like that. Yep, exactly. And, and now like, you know. Or 2015, the, something like he, that. He'd be, he wouldn't even be in the top like 10. Scoring's up for sure. Like, the star player's scoring's up huge. And then the bottom of the lineup player's also scoring is up a fair bit too, it seems like. I think the middling players are kind of where the scoring hasn't improved. So the star players are better than ever. Bottom of the lineup players are better than ever, and the middle players are kind of just where they where they are or lower. I think that defenseman scoring is down, except for like Jason or Eric Carlson. Sorry, like in regards to like the the goal scoring, because I think like there was a year where Mike Green scored like thirty goals back in like twenty twelve. Jack right? Hughes has twenty two assists without a goal right now. <laughs> Jack Hughes or Quinn Hughes? Uh, Quinn, Quinn Hughes, Hughes, sorry, Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes, not Jack Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, so I like, think that I like think he, defenseman... he he has the record. Yeah, the NHL or Sports Center something stats posted it. Because he Hughes has the most assists by a defenseman without a goal in his and, in league yeah. history. <laughs> so, you know, defensemen aren't scoring as many goals because there's no more shots from the point any, anymore. You know, it's all getting it down to the cycle or to the slot or you know the the royal road passes. You know. No one's just shooting it into shit. Yeah, we don't have as it. many defensemen yeah. going for like 300 shot totals and stuff, yeah. I feel. You know, we had no like Dougie Hamilton, Brent Burns, Eric Carlson just ripping the puck. Oh, good 250 shift. plus times. All right, let's make the move. Tage Thompson, Eric Carlson. I think that's a really good trade. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to talk about because Tage Thompson scored a sick goal last night. And I don't know if I anyone mean, saw it. Yeah, we talked. I mean, I, I think we talked about it. Like that contract was like a what the hell? Because I think two years ago or three years ago, when Tage Thompson was like playing on the Sabers, right after they traded him for O'Reilly, right? They, they the big trade was O'Reilly for Tage Thompson. It was like the main pieces of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tage Thompson was like on paper on stats, sorry, the worst player in the league. Yeah, 
yeah. generated nothing. And then out of nowhere last year, scored, what, 35 goals? Yep. And now he's on pace for, like, 50, I'm pretty sure, right now. As of right now, anyway. And he signed to a seven-year extension at, like, $7 million, and we're all like, uh, that could be problematic, but he's been successful so far. I think it's just... It's a situation where the guy's like six foot six, takes a little bit to. And suddenly he has hands. Yeah. Like we saw the goal last night, and he has hands all of a sudden. Like Yo, he, has a, random. he has a hundred one shots already this year. Yeah, and what 20, 22 games, twenty one games, two games. Yep. That's insane. He generates a lot. And There's five shots a game. And he's pretty like he's like a power forward. Vetchkin rip level. it. Good hands. That's a Vetchkin level shooting. How many yeah. random uh, drug tests do you think he's gotten in the past year? <laughs> <laughs> Must have. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I don't think it's so crazy how, like, I think this is the most bizarre breakout I've ever seen. Like, more, yeah, than, I don't know. more than, like, any other breakout I've ever seen. Because no one thought it was coming, right? If you, you have your breakout players over the past few years, like, I don't know, Victor Arvidsson in, like, 2015, everyone thought would break out. I don't know who else. Uh, Fiala. There's never uh, been a player that's broken you know, out like this, just yeah. so randomly. Because they're they're usually players who have good results, just don't finish, right? Yeah. Or like highly tutored prospects or guys that weren't highly tutored but get better year after year after year, yeah. sort of thing. And then even if they do have like a breakout, it's like they showed somewhat of a good underlying performance. Tish Thompson's just like, okay, I'm the arguably one of the worst forwards in the NHL right now. And then suddenly I'm a 35 goal scorer, and then the next year I'm a 50 goal scorer. And it wasn't like he was like a 20 20 year old or something like that, and you know just not performing well. Like it was insane. Like he wasn't very good in before the NHL either, to be honest. Like he wasn't killing it. So it's just insane. And then Carlson's continuing his streak right now. He's on pace for a hundred and. I want to say five points or something like that. Martin must be enjoying watching that. Yeah. His favorite player. He's on pace for 105 points, and that would be obviously a career high from his. His career high is uh, 82 and 82, I'm pretty sure, or 81 and 81, whatever whatever that season was. Um, And so, like, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't find it interesting. Like, Eric Carlson's turning back the years, like four years Tage Thompson just like broke out of nowhere. There's some like really weird storylines this year. Jamie Ben is 15th in league scoring right okay. now. So both Jamie Jamie Ben has a 19.2 percent uh, shooting percentage. Oh yeah, that's gonna regress for sure. Like that's insane. Eric He's Carlson, also 18th now. So Eric Carlson has a 14.7. 14.7. That's insane. His career average is 6.7. I spent um, uh, like 5-10 minutes today watching some Eric Carlson highlights from this season. And besides the you know insane shooting percentage binge that he's on, that's obviously going to regress, he has looked like just ignoring the points. Like he's more confident. He's playing with the puck more. He's dangling players. Yeah, he has looked better. Definitely. Yeah, has. he's like he like the confidence is there that I don't think was there before. Um, but Jamie Ben, I can't explain. Jamie Ben has twenty six points in twenty three games, uh, and even if you remove like four or five goals, you know, reduce his pursuing percentage in half, he'd still be at twenty points 
or 21 points in 23 games. So Jamie Benn's also kind of killing it right now, I guess, which I just found really crazy because I didn't even expect that. Like, obviously, I haven't watched a lot of randomness. Yeah, there's a lot of real, and it's the beginning of the season, so we'd expect some of that stuff. But there's some weird stuff going on right now in the NHL. Is Matthews has I'm saying has looked bad. He Matthews looked good can't, yesterday. Can't seem to get an even strength point, but still is like 19th in league scoring, right ahead of Jamie Ben, or to actually below Jamie Ben technically because he's played more games. But who are you talking about? Sorry, Austin Matthews is the same amount of points oh, yeah. as Jamie Ben right now, just in one more game. I mean, he looked he looked better yesterday, but it's gonna probably change. Look, you yeah. know, he'll be he'll be back to the. Well, I mean, Marner's been absolutely killing it, which I feel like Ty, you must hate right now. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I fuck. <laughs> I mean, he's it's on a fun seventeen game. It's point fun watching right him now. right now, though. And the it's, record it's really fun. In the last like four years, was twenty with like Patrick Kane in like 2019. So Marner needs three more games to match that. Like he's, he's killing. He needs it. one more to match the Leafs record. Really. That's I think the Leafs record is 18. Yeah, one more. Also, I think yeah. Robertson's also at 17, isn't he? Robertson's also on a huge point streak right now. Ro- Robertson's been insane. I mean, Robertson is yeah. 36 points in 23 games. He's three points behind McDavid, and he's playing five minutes less per game. Can we talk about and how And he has bad. way more even strength points. We yeah. have to talk way about more. how bad that contract was for his agent to negotiate with the Stars. Like, they had Absolutely. all the leverage yeah. <laughs> and then settled on a garbage contract for him yeah like that's that's a i think we said it at the time that's like a firing agent offense i feel for jason was bad like yeah. unless he really just wanted to take less to help out the stars or some bullshit which i don't think was the case like he should have been making a whole hell of a lot more like that was that's ridiculous i mean yeah he's second he's in making- league scoring he has uh, way more even strength points than McDavid, yeah. like way more. I don't. I, I think ele- McDavid has eleven even strength points right now, which is insanity. Yeah, Wait, and that's obviously you know, again, beginning of the season regression and the mean, all this stuff. You know, he's gonna have more than that pace, but like all of his points are coming on uh, outside five v five situations, whereas. Jason Robertson's just dominating everywhere. Like Connor McDavid's even strength points per sixty is like thirty percent lower than Jason Robertson right now, and he McDavid only has three more points than Jason Robertson, but he's playing five more minutes per game, and two more two of those minutes are at, on the power play too. So insane. It's like Jason Robertson's insane. Very and good. he's plus 13. McDavid's only plus two. And we oh, all yeah. know That's plus it. minus is a it's true very stat. Important. Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely should be in the conversation for the heart right now. If not leading the conversation for the heart right now, alongside maybe like Eichel. And even like guys like Nico Hishier right now could 
be in that conversation too. I think moment, that like, think. did anyone expect this from the Stars? Someone go back and listen to the episode of our early season predictions or where we thought teams were going to, mm. did we think the Stars were going to make the playoffs? I think we said the Stars were going to make the playoffs, but I don't think we said they're going to lead. Maybe we said they're a fringe team. Division. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone saw that. Cause I mean, for uh, yeah, we knew Jason Robertson would be good. Well, I mean, it was like, could he repeat what he did kind of last year? But then the resurgence of Jamie Benn and Jake Ottinger is like shut the door as yeah. well from from his playoffs last year where he nearly like single-handedly eliminated the flames yeah i mean it's the stars are uh, you know they're t- i think they're the, the stars top team in the west <laughs> or, no they're right behind huh. the golden knights i'm pretty sure and actually right behind them is the jets that was another thing i wanted to talk about but we should talk about how much um, since we're on points we should talk about mcdavid and his uh, 11 5v5 points. We already mentioned that. Where have you been, Luke? We, we didn't talk about it much. Shoot we just talked about it short. No, yeah. we, I I mean, fair, 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 we touched fair. on it. We did touch on it. But I mean, like, we didn't go part, into that. Part of the issue is like, you wanted to. McDavid, you know, Evander Kane's gone, for example. So, you know, like, you're losing some even strength points there because suddenly. Isn't he on dry saddle fine? Yeah. I mean, Dreisaitl also doesn't have a shit ton of even strength yeah, points. Yeah, but I mean, all I'm saying is there should be no excuse for these two guys not to... If they're the two best superstars and they can't win 5v5, yeah, I don't know. for sure. I mean, McDavid... I saw tweets being like, uh, oh, he gets hooked on every play. That's why they're always on the power play. And then he scored... Like, he gets points there, but... I mean, I don't know. he's on the power play a lot, but he's not on the power play more than other top players. Like, you know, McDavid's on the power play for four minutes on average a game. Nikita Kucherov's on average almost five minutes per game. Pasternak's four and a half minutes per game. Mika Rantanen's four those, and a half. I think those guys are different, though. Like, Kucherov's just there standing there waiting for a one-timer. Or oh, yeah. same with, same with, who was the Pasternak second Pasternak, too. Yeah. Pasternak, yeah, waiting yeah. for a one-timer. And I mean, even uh, Mitch Marner and, and Nathan McKinnon. Mitch Marner, three and a half minutes. McKinnon, actually exactly the same amount of time as McDavid. On the it's also play. dependent on the. I mean, that also shows that the the Oilers draw a lot of penalties. Like I think we talked. I, I mean, I joked about it a lot. Is that McDavid dives a lot, and there's like, he does he does draw a lot of penalties, and you can say he gets hooked on every play, but he does he does his best to sell some of the calls. He gets touched, he's falling over, yeah. and the refs call half of it, you know, but. Any other so, player is probably not a penalty. NHL.com says he has yeah twenty even strength points. Does that count like three on three overtime? It probably counts Seven. three on yeah. three. Maybe it, it will count three like three. maybe it will count like empty netters even. It can it counts three on three. I don't know about empty netters, but it counts three on three. And four on four probably. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think McDavid's the best player in the world, you know. I think he's probably <laughs> like tenth best, if anything. I mean, he's well, 59th and even strength scoring right now. I think now. the like, entire Sens roster is better than McDavid. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Are, are the Oilers, they're in a playoff spot right now, right? Because that or just shows you how bad the rest of the division barely? is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Campbell's been atrocious. Vancouver's a point out or something from a playoff spot. Like, yeah. that division's <laughs> real bad. Seattle's in second in that division. Well, nah, Seattle's the been Can- Canucks aren't a point out. They're still... Three points out. That's right still now. like that's still there's... a decent amount, but but the Flames have also been terrible up until this point too. Like the Flames have not been clicking. 
They look Decker slow. Their point out. Yeah. Yeah, you're I'm wrong. not saying they're not going to make the playoffs. I'm saying they, they, they we all said no, top I'm of the West. I'm saying you're wrong about the Canucks. They're point out. They're one point behind St. What? Louis. Yeah, wow. if you, so, if yeah you sorry, it, sorry, like, sorry. I'm looking at the division. Card. Sorry, I'm looking at the division. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Yeah, yeah like the – the. I mean, I guess it's, it's almost the same in the East, but in the West, like the Wild have a losing record, 10-9-2. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the Maya President's Trophy pick for the Wild wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't great. I didn't actually say they oh, were. I just said Dark Horse, but I they I expected them. I to thought be they'd be better for sure. What's goalie expert Nick saying about Mark Andre Fleury? Yeah, he's still saying he's the best goalie. He hasn't been great, and the other thing is that uh, the Kraken are also second or third. Sorry. In the West right now, I don't, been, did any of us predict Seattle for the playoffs? I think you said they had good no. forward depth. They but. have the best wing depth, yeah, in the NHL. But none. I don't think any of us. Yeah, did not. They're doing it all without the, the third overall, fourth overall draft pick. How? Where did Shane? Right. Shane Wright went fourth. Yeah, they're doing it all without the fourth overall draft pick. Who's in the AHL dominating right now? Actually, he's what point per Is game. He? Has like four goals in five games or something. Yeah, that was like lines. that was just his conditioning stint. Yeah, for two weeks, they put him there for two weeks and he killed it. So now I don't know what they're gonna do because they can't send him to the AHL again once his conditioning stint's over. I think he still has another couple days on it. Otherwise, let's go back to the OHL. Yeah, they have to send him the for the NHL rest of the year. Go to the OHL, yeah. I don't understand that. Why can't he go to the AHL? There's a there's a there's an agreement. Yeah, there's yeah, an agreement, agreement with the CHL that if a player's below the age of 20 they can't be sent oh. to the ahl but if they he was play, if he played like ncaa they could or if he played in europe they could for example oh, okay. it's just a hack it, for the ohl to keep their talent longer he, a chl the, actually not just the, the yeah, CHL. CHL. they'll at least send them to uh they'll send the him to world the world juniors. juniors no matter what yeah i think that he'll probably be healthy scratch for the rest of this and then he'll go to the world junior yeah. whenever that and world junior he'll, camp will then he'll make a decision from there would be my guess yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard for Shane Wright to make the lineup when they're clicking. Like, yeah. their last 10 games, they're 8-1-1. One, and one. But would anyone be surprised if they just fell off a cliff? No. No. I don't think no. so. No. But, I mean, they, they're doing well. Like, they, they're they scoring goals. They're playing. They have, like, the best defense in the Pacific right now in terms of, like, allowing goals. And it's not just their goaltending that's killing it. It's, like... I think they're wing, they're wingers. Like they brought in like Bjorkstrand, you know, like one of the best defensive wingers in the NHL. Like, of course, uh, their defensive roles, results have also improved. So I think it's like partly that, along with, uh, you know, has Grubauer the, been better? Grubauer must have been better. Grubauer, honestly, I can't even say. I don't know. Let me look. But, what does Grubauer have? I mean, Grubauer I can look, this year. look right here. Grubauer is actually Martin Jones. Oh, it's Jones. Oh, what yeah, the hell? Yeah, Jones. you're right. Yeah, Grubauer's been worse than last year. 870 safe for Has he been injured? Yeah. No, Mar- Martin, jo- Martin Jones has been good, but he hasn't been amazing. He's only saved five goals above expected. So, like, that's really good, but it's not, like, carrying the Kraken through the season. Like, that's over fifth, 17 games. Right? You think so it's their coach? Been... Hackstall? No. no, I don't know. 
I think they just built a good team, man. Like I think they're playing well. They're meshing together. They like their top lines are actually like really good. Like they, they have played? they have Bjorkstrand, Schwartz. They have a line with Bjorkstrand, Schwartz, and Wenberg. Like Bjorkstrand and Schwartz are both known to be like elite defensive wingers, right? And those guys are allowing one point two goals against. Uh, per 60 minutes right now, which is, like, insane. Yeah, that's a really good fucking number. Expected goals against, I should say, not goals against. Mm-hmm. And then they have, like, McCann, uh, Beniers, and Eberly, so all three, like, pretty good attacking players, and they're scoring... Yeah, Matty Beniers has, has been good so far. Yeah. And they're and they're I... scoring 2.6 yeah. goals per... Uh, they're expected to score 2.6 goals per uh, 60 minutes, which is also really good at even strength. Like they're just I doing will say, well. I'm no, I'm looking at their schedule and they've played no top teams. Uh, that's false, but they well, they played. Sorry, they played Vegas, and they've played Colorado and Carolina. Carolina, like, they like they really haven't actually played good teams. They've played, yeah, they've played. They've they played, played middle to bottom tier teams: Ducks, Blackhawks, Sabers, Canucks. They played Pittsburgh twice, Minnesota twice, Calgary, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Carolina. Those are all Carolina's a top team, but like Pittsburgh's like I mean Carolina's like middle of the pack right now too. I mean Pittsburgh's a good team. I don't know, like they're not. Pittsburgh won six in a row before the Leafs. uh, Seven Pittsburgh is seven two and one right now. They're in the playoff spot. Like they're either way, the best team that they they the best team that they faced is like Colorado or sorry Vegas twice, and then beyond that. It's like meh. I guess. I mean, but again, they are in a weak division, so I mean, yeah, can't really blame them for it. Yeah, take advantage. They're gonna. They get to take it. You know, they're in a weak division. They get to take advantage of playing weaker teams. You know, they get to stomp on fucking the Ducks and the Sharks and the Canucks and everything like that. Yeah, like you still have to win those games, in. right? They're doing what yeah. Florida did last year. They won all the games they should have. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, next on the topic, you want to do Rangers or Panthers first? Well, I just talked about Florida, so. Okay, um, you yeah, mentioned I mean, speaking Florida. Of Flor- yeah, speaking of Florida, like Florida, they're just outside the playoffs right now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And Who saw uh, that coming? Yeah, but I don't think it's because they're bad. I think it's and this is why I, I put the comment and I think it's just because they're in a shooting slump right now. Like Bobrovsky Bobrovsky's been back to his usual self. I say usual self over the past like four years, except for too. last year. That right? too. Yeah. Like Spencer Knight's been okay. Yeah, but they're still they're still paying Bobrovsky ten million dollars for Yeah. Yeah. I just don't eighty save percentage. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's let in Five goals more than expected so far in eleven starts, but I mean they're they're clearly using Spencer Knight as I mean they're clearly using Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight as like a, a tandem, you know, yeah, tandem one A one B sort of thing. I think Spencer Knight might be the guy that they're going to lean towards since he's been way better, but I don't think Florida's issues have been goaltending. You know, partly that's not great, but they're just their guys aren't scoring, man. <laughs> like. Barkov has not been great. Like I get that he's almost point per game, but like he hasn't been elite. Yeah, he hasn't been elite, and 
I think they're just in a shooting slump right now. Like if you just look at their numbers, like I think they're last frauds. year they out they basically matched up with what they were expected to score and what they did score, and now they're way below it. And they didn't lose a bunch of shooting talent. Like losing Huberto, yeah, Talk. that sucked. But they didn't lose like a whole Talking bunch of Talking about shooting players. percentage, Barkov, Barkov's shooting percentage right now is 6.8. His career average is 13.9. There you go. That's a perfect so, example. I think that like, I think that like last year, I, when we talk about the Panthers and their success of last year, like every single thing clicked for them. Every single mm-hmm. thing went right for them. Everything. I don't think you could say that there was a single thing that didn't work for them except for kind of the playoffs, right? Because, you know, they made some stupid trades for Ben Sherratt was their big trade deadline acquisition along with Claude Giroux. But I mean, it was just, you know, they spent a lot on Ben Sherratt as an example, right? To improve their D that didn't really need to be improved. And, you know, they had Duclair, Sam Bennett, Sam Reinhardt, right? Carter Verhage, Barkov, Huberto all have like career years. Ekblad and Weger in the back, and Bobrovsky being a little bit better than he was previously. Mm-hmm. And this year, some things have clicked, so some haven't. I'll just say this: Florida, the Panthers, their expected goals percentage at all situations right now is fifty-five percent, which I- is fourth in the league. So okay. Ty again, Sam Reinhardt's shooting percentage this year, his career average is fourteen, which is insane. Yeah, yeah but, same. Yeah, but he has a he's he's a good shooter apparently. He's down at nine point two right now. Yeah. So there's so much regression. That's two coming of from... your best point per game players. Barkov more than point per game, not playing, not. Sh- getting basically getting unlucky yeah they have been if you so if you look at their numbers okay so this is all situations the three teams that have the top three teams in the league when it comes to expected goals percentage at all situations are the three teams you would expect it to be right now right uh new jersey went on that huge win streak boston who's been killing it literally since the beginning of the season and vegas who've been doing extremely well fourth place is literally the flames they're at fifty five percent, but their their goals percentage is fifty percent. So if you take that five percent shift and you know count PDO for that, basically you could essentially say if they were hitting their normal numbers, you know maybe a little bit lower in goaltending, they'd be top seven, top eight in the league right now. Like they're the only team that has those cups of numbers and is just like completely flailing outside of a playoff spot right now. Even. Matthew Tuchuk, who's doing obviously really well. Um, he, his career average is 13.3, and he's down at 11.2, which is like he might finish the year with that, which wouldn't be a terrible year, but still lower than his average, right? Yeah. Like, There's a lot of teams, positive regression. For teams to, yeah, for teams to do well, normally they're out shooting their percentage like they're getting more lucky like jamie ben at 19 or eric carlson at 14 when he's a career average six (laughs) yeah exactly so i i mean there's a ton of positive regression coming from florida right now uh it's just waiting for for it to hit they'll make the playoffs i'm like 
fairly certain on that. If anything, like right now is the time to put a bet on the over on whatever um, sites have their odds at for making the playoffs because you can probably uh, make a little bit of money off of that, if anything. So. Who is bigger frauds, the the Panthers or the Oilers? I mean, the 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 Oilers are also being getting a little unlucky right now, too. Like, if you look at their numbers, they have, like, one of the biggest... They, I think they have one of the biggest differences other than, uh, like, Florida when it comes to what they should be getting. I don't know. The Oilers definitely have a way easier chance of making the playoffs just based on how shitty the West is in comparison to the East. Like, at this point, Florida is competing for a wild card. So they're competing against Metro teams. Mm-hmm. So like the Rangers, Penguins are in there. Um, so they have a harder run at the playoffs. Than if you're looking at the most unlucky teams in the NHL right now, in terms, so this this stat is basically goals differential above expected. So a team is expected to score or let score and let in a hundred goals, but they let in you know. 10 more than that and scored five less than that, right? That's what this this stat would theoretically show. Florida is minus 15 in that regard. And that's mostly because their goals for above expected is minus 13. And they've let in a couple more goals than expected, which I said, again, their goaltending just hasn't been too great, especially Bobrovsky, right? The only team lower than Florida right now in terms of goal differentials above expected is Columbus, who has awful goaltending, and, and awful uh, finishing. Awful finishing, right? So there's tons of pl- positive regression going for Florida. Same thing with Edmonton. They do have some, like, really, you know, they have McDavid, Dreisaitl, Vander Kane, Nuge, et cetera, et cetera, right? Who can score. And they're, and Edmonton's still, still a couple goals below expected right now in terms of goal scored. So the Oilers have been more the, than probably they've expected then. the bottom five in terms of luck. But it's not, you know, the stat obviously isn't fully luck because bad teams are obviously not going to shoot as well, not going to have as good goaltending, whatever. But Edmonton's fifth. So there's positive regression coming from them, too. But on the higher end, the team that's been most um, producing above expected has been the Islanders. The Islanders have a goal differential above expected of 20. <laughs> I think so that Flor- we're used to Florida the is negative fifteen. Yeah. Florida is negative fifteen, and the Islanders are positive twenty. So that's a thirty-five goal swing <laughs> difference <clears throat> in luck, luck slash talent. Obviously, goaltending Sorokin um, has been insane this year so far. He's basically all of that. Out of the twenty, he's saved uh, I think fifteen goals above expected right now, and then their backup uh, is like at one or two. Basically, so Sorokin's been absolutely huge, but the other team that's scored way more than expected, and this is where the regression's going to come in for Jason Robertson, Pavelski, Jimmy Ben, uh, uh, Hints is Dallas, who've scored way more goals than expected right now, oh. and that's probably not going to continue for two. Jason you know, Jimmy Ben isn't going to shoot nineteen yeah. percent or whatever, right? Jason Robertson and Hints will like Robertson could easily and. I could see this like get ninety plus points this year. Yeah, but he's and on hits. pace for one thirty right now. Yeah, so obviously well, there's obviously regression he's not coming. Not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So so we're saying like even when we're saying you know Dallas wasn't you know, there's a reason why we didn't have Dallas at the top right. It's because their depth isn't good. 
like if you go to their lines, like if you look at um, Dallas's lines, I'm pretty sure right now it's just like their top line leading the charge, and then the rest of their team kind of just, you know, struggling a little bit. Like if you look at their top four lines, it's basically just Rupe, Hintz, Jason Robertson, Pavelski, and then you know one only one other line has a positive goal differential. So it's their top line and then their second line kind of doing okay. And then third and fourth lines being scrubs, which is exactly what we thought it was going to be. Except we probably didn't think their second line would be too good because Jamie Benn's like scoring way more than we expected him to. But yeah. How's Tyler Sagan been? He hasn't been good. He hasn't been good. Surprising then, you know, Jamie Benn's just come come out of nowhere. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Benn isn't even on a line with Sagan. It's uh, Tyler uh, Delandria, Jamie Benn, and then uh, uh, Ross Johnson. Is it Ross Johnson? Oh, Wyatt What's Johnston. This? Wyatt Johnson, thank you. Yeah. And Jake Ottenders, I think, is a big safety blanket. Yeah, I mean, but that. he he's been good, but he hasn't been like, you know. I thought he was. He, he hasn't was been Sorokin good. Sorokin's, yeah, Sorokin's been way been, better. Sorokin is really good. Sorokin's like by far at the top. Like if you look at the goals saved above expect, actually, the get get. Okay, wait, wait. wait. I want to see if I you guys can get this. I know who it is. I know who okay, it is. No, ignore time. Maybe let's say Luke and and Martin here. <laughs> Who's second in the NHL in goals saved above expected for goalies right now? Who would you guess is second? Eric Schalgren. Uh, no. no. That's not even a good guess. That's um, not sure I know guess. who it is. I think I know who it is. Can you? Can you? Before you say it, can you tell yeah, me? Yeah. Everyone else guess, and then Ty guess, and then we'll, I'll get the answer. Uh, that's actually a good guess, Luke. That's a good guess. Thank no, you. but a it's a good guess. guess. I have him on guess. fantasy, so uh, he, Logan, gets, he gets me lots of fantasy points. Logan Thompson. No, 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 no. Is it not uh, a good guess, Martin? Is it Carl Vichmelka? Yeah. Oh, Arizona's goalie. That's yeah. True. <laughs> so Arizona, I don't even know how to say his fucking name. Kishmelka. Kishmelka yeah, has 13 goals saved above expected. Elias Sorkin's at 15. So basically both of those guys have every single game saved one more goal above what they were expected to save on average so far because they're at 16 which, and 14 which, games respectively played. Which is, it, it seems accurate to me because... Sorokin was really good when we saw him. Sorokin, right, yeah, Sorokin's been killing yeah. it. Um, this, so this is this. You know how we we've been saying like all the Russian goalies, just Vasilevsky one year, Sorokin or um, Shesterkin the next year, and now it's Sorokin, basically. <laughs> so it's like three years back to back, three different Russian goalies winning the uh, uh, the Vesna, which is funny. Very tangential, but if there was to be a, an Olympics and NHL players were allowed right now, who would Canada's goalie be? Yikes. Carter Hart. <laughs> He's third <laughs> in the league. He's third in the league right now in goal save above expected. Okay, Carter Hart be one. He's he'd be in consideration at this point for sure. Right? He'd have to be. But like who, who else? else is there? <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury. Flurry would probably get invited. That's one of the five that gets invited. Is Kemp, like Kemper or... Kemper's Canadian, right? Kemper's Kemper Canadian. hasn't been good. I mean, it's always been Kemper's tough for saved three goals above expected. So, so you know he's been basically a little bit better than average. 
Like, like would Blackwood get a invite no, no, to no, try no, it no, out? No, 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 no. no. no Blackwood's been off. Awesome. Matt Murray. Like, oh, Matt like Murray. Devils is fans hate him. <laughs> Matt Murray would get an invite right now. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah, I mean, for like, all the speak about the would be a black things. hole, yeah. position wise for Canada. Not that it would matter probably because we just outscore. It, it, I mean, every it kind of like does matter. Nothing. Like the Russia has three guys. Yeah, but that would all start for Canada all right now. Yeah, of course yeah. they would. But sure. McDavid can score five goals per game against all three. It's That's always true. been Canada's yeah. struggle in, in net, right? Like they they yes. have never had. Like last uh, year, Carey Price. Let's say I know, bit. but last year, let's say they went actually went to the Olympics. Carey Price wasn't going to be there. No, he wasn't. Yeah. So who who were their be goalies? Flurry last year. Yeah, it was I know. probably going to be Flurry. Thing. Yeah, scary. yeah, that wouldn't have been great. <laughs> Nick no would have been cheering him. To... Nick would have bought a Flurry Canada I think, jersey. I think it would probably be in Flurry Kemper or something. Like who that. did we? You got to go back and listen to those episodes we projected. Like it had to, like there were no good Canadian goals. Like Carter Hart, maybe Carter Hart wasn't good last year. Actually, never mind. Carter Hart was not good last year. Who 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 even is there? It would have been Flurry. Yeah, yeah. Murray this year, I think, has been Canada's best goalie. I think Kemper, man, Kemper was the best Canadian goalie last year by far. But also that was like it wasn't even that was before he won the the result of of Colorado. Yeah, but again, if you put him on a good offensive team Kemper was the only Canadian goalie in the top 10 in terms of goals above expected last year yeah he was good last year was like Russian American Swedish yeah actually those were the three nations (laughs) basically every other goalie was from one of those three Saros is Finnish isn't he Saros Oh yeah, yeah sorry. He... Finish. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right, Martin. The uh, Tristan Jari is is American. Is no, he? Tristan Jari is Canadian. Okay, He's so Canadian. he was he led the Canadian goalies last year, other than Kemper and goal save above expected. So Jari, there, there we go. Tristan <laughs> that's, Jari. that's that's your starting goaltenders. Dave, and Darcy saw, Kemper and, and Tristan remember Jari. When, remember when Tristan Jari, Tristan Jari like fucked up the the Penguins like back to back playoffs. Yep. Yeah, right. so Jari, he, so he's probably the worst person to actually <laughs> put in that. I'd honestly feel better with Marc Andre Fleury in there, to be honest. Man, they'd probably invite Matt Murray considering he has two cups, so they think he, hockey yeah. guys would think he has. He he was still positive in goal save what I've expected last year. I know so. Matt Murray was, yeah. Martin won't admit it. Martin just wait, he's like he's gonna get injured. He was dog shit by the Any goalie year. can get scored on multiple times behind Zaitsev. And with yeah, DJ Smith, that's, that's defenseman the connoisseur issue. with the worst. You have defense DJ in the Smith world. and Nikita Zaitsev all in one in one team. It's not a good not a good thing. So, yeah, um, I just thought, I just found that like super fascinating that Arizona's goalie is uh, third. He's like he's single handedly keeping them from like completely tanking. Because right now, I think the the team with the best odds to win Bedard is the Blackhawks. How ass would that be if the Blackhawks go from Kane and Taves and straight into Bedard? I'd kill myself. Like fuck that. I hope so. 
<laughs> not 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 you kill yourself. I mean, I hope the sh- I hope the Blackhawks get them. No, noted noted mental health advocate Luke West just told me to kill myself. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. I said oh, I hope I'm Chicago sure I'm gets. Taking it like that. No, well, I'm taking that's it like that. the well, you can take it however you want, but <laughs> we don't joke about mental health here in in respect to management. You know, that's that's uh, that's a no show. The NHL would like the Blackhawks to be good relatively quick. It's better. Yeah, for them. it would be good for them. Yeah. Um, one of the last things on your list here is the McKay Pedersen Kuzmenko line. Oh, yeah. fuck! They've been good. They've been. They've got the, the highest line goals, in the NHL. Five v five per sixty. Yeah, yeah. Right now, like they're insane. And Pedersen, like, oh man, I want to bring up his stats in just the last like couple games. He's been freaking insane on this streak that he's been on recently like he's just fucking tearing up the league like he's easily looked like a top five uh center right now like he's just been insane uh, is boudreaux off the off the hot seat no, no. i don't think there's no recovering no. from that unless i don't know everyone said it's like if not when and when <clears throat> not if sorry no he might he might not be man if patterson just keeps his play up like uh, over the last nine uh over the past six games he has six goals and nine points, and he's now number first in the league in five v five goals. He's tenth in league scoring. He's on pace for forty five goals and a hundred points. Like he's been insane this year. And hey, you know what's stupid? Boudreaux what? will get credit for the Kuzmenko thing too because he, he he benched him. I have yeah, and it's like bro. That did nothing. You're playing him <laughs> the amount of minutes he needs to play, and that's why he's get getting a fuck ton playing. of points. Exactly. I think they were a, he was a package person. deal with Mikheyev. Because no one saw him going to Vancouver, I think. Kuzmenko? Yeah. Did, did him and Mikheyev have buddies? some relationship? Yeah, they have yeah. the same They have the same agent, uh, that Milstein uh, guy. Oh, that's all the be. Russian guys. Like every I Russian. I feel like there is a lot of that behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on. Like, oh, oh there you know, definitely I, is. Yeah, you you're paying Mikheyev a little bit more, but you get Kuzmenko on a, you know, on his entry level deal or whatever, nine hundred thousand. Yeah, he's looked good now, but you know, he was benched. How's Hoglander doing? Mm, not great. I'm pretty sure still. I think but, that ship has sailed. Unfortunately, that was. But yeah, but I mean, player. Vancouver's at least getting what they need to get from Pedersen. Which is like hundred point potential, forty goals. Patterson basically has Demko like that's been exactly better? what they needed. It's probably what? it's probably like Demko's been better the past two weeks, and that's why the Canucks are winning. Um, honestly, I think uh, who's backing up Demko Spencer right now? Spencer Martin. Yeah, I think Spencer Martin's been starting uh, more games than uh, Demko has, at least recently, from what I've seen. Like, I think Martin has like out of the last like seven starts, I think he has four of them. So he's actually playing more than Demko is right now. Funny. Yeah. Interesting. It's the third time in the last four games that Vancouver has Martin starting ahead of Demko. So out of the last four games, Martin started three starting three of them. This includes t- tonight's game. So they're clear they haven't moved on from Demko, so to speak, but they're definitely, you know, throwing someone else in there to hopefully uh get the job done, so to speak. But it's not so, like he's doing well, like Spencer Martin's not doing. I mean, if well. you look at the stats, he's been neutral. Like yeah. he's not 
allowing more goals than expected or saving goals above expected, but it's way better than Demko, who's allowed nine more goals than he should have yes. so far. What, actually, 10. <laughs> 10 goals more than 14 games. Like That's third worst in the league right now, only ahead of Merzlikens and Capo Kakinen in, in San Jose. And those two t- goalies are just on really bad teams in addition to them not being so good themselves. Okay, so can we do really fast or Mm -hmm. way too early? Quarter mark, yeah. Yeah, Hart, President's, uh, Richard Trophy. And Norris. Let's do Norris. And Norris. Okay, those four. Okay, I think Hart is for me, I said it before, Jason Robertson. I don't know. Okay, so you're going Hart to Jason Robertson. Are you do are you saying it up until this point? Or are we doing at the end of the season prediction? Because up until like this right point, now, like based, right now, who is your favorite based on the start of the season? Yeah, like who's your yeah. favorite to win it yeah. at the end? Jason Robertson. This, a little convoluted, but yeah. Okay, this is kind of a dark horse a bit, but Kucherov's third in league scoring right now. I think he's a higher points per game get... than Jason Robertson. And you know, you know how the voting works for these. Like they're gonna look at Tampa, almost yeah. three-time Cup winners. I don't think Kucherov even gets a sniff of a heart. I don't think he got a sniff of the heart. Did I he? Mean, we said the same thing about Matthews. I mean, not that did, they he won, didn't, but they had a did, good in team. In that year that Kucherov went crazy, did he win the heart? I don't think so. I think he there was the right? whole debate. That was the when the whole debate happened about like. Should a player who's on like a, a top team? Yeah, I remember, but I don't remember who won it. Was that the Taylor Listen, Hall year? All right, we said rapid fire. No, no, it's not going into crazy detail. No, that wasn't the Taylor Hall year for sure. That was Definitely between not. him and McKinnon that year. Oh, he I know did we said rapid fire, Luke, but we got to talk about this. Yeah, he, who? he did win. He, he did 2019. win. He won it. Okay, so he did win it. There you go. Yeah, which makes yeah. sense because he literally made history or something. Or, like, um, recent history. All right. My pick's Jason Robertson's ties. Jason Robertson, Eric, yours is Kucherov. Yeah, I'm going a little dark horse pick with Kucherov, because why not? Martin. Oh, Kucherov's okay. feeling it, baby. If Boston remains the way they are, David Pastrak. Ooh. Okay. Uh, okay. President's Trophy, you said? That's the team. Well, that's what, that's what Martin said. Yeah, that was one of the four. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be so- Boston. It has to be Boston at this point. Like I don't think there's any catching them. Uh, well, I mean, New Jersey. Oh, New oh, Jersey's yeah. ahead of them. Sorry, yeah, my yeah. bad. <laughs> I well, think New, New Jersey's, Jersey's ahead of them only down. because they've played more games than them. Yeah. Too. New Jersey it's has Vegas, some regression coming. Vegas or Boston for me. I I I don't know. It's hard to go against Boston right now, man. They're just like clicking on all cylinders. Damn, all they almost have too many times goals than they do goals against. They what? They almost have twice as many goals for as against. Yeah. Yeah. They we do. talked about that last year, last week. Their goal differential is insane. Yeah, thirty-eight insane. goals. Well, the, man, the I would have thought Jersey with without man. Bruce Cassidy that they they'd take a fall, but they haven't. No, they've been even better. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it's hard to go against yeah, the Bruins. Like the story. This year was the band coming back together and going one more run. So I feel like it's like the perfect story for them to win the President's Trophy. 
And then bow out of the first round, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Play the Leafs in the first round, and then that's it. No, they'll play some easy Metro team. Yeah, they'll they'll end up playing like the Penguins, I think, or something. Yeah. The Rangers. uh, Second round exit. I think the Bruins. Yeah. I I think the Bruins. Okay, so we all picked the Bruins. And then what else did you say, Art Ross? Uh, uh, no, Richard. Art Ross is going to oh, be. Richard. I mean, Art Ross is going to be McDavid. I don't think anyone yeah. like, can disagree. Richard Trophy next. Go Ooh, tie. That's tough. Oh, it's tough, man. Uh, that's the toughie. Goalie. Who are the goal leaders right it's now? It's obviously going to be Bo Horvat, who's second in the league in goal scored right now. Jason Robertson. He's tied tie with McDavid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Bo Horvat for uh, goal scoring lead. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay, who's your, who's should your I go off here? the board? Yeah, go do it off the board pick. Go really go with the you really think I think Tage was. Thompson. Shut up. <laughs> no, I think, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think Jason Robertson could. I think Tage Thompson could too. Okay, go Eric. Uh, I'm I'm still gonna go Matthews, I think. Wow. Realistically, I think he can come he's gonna come back. It's so early in the year. Jason Robertson's gonna cool off. People were talking about it. Like Matthews, Matthews, if you look at it last year, during that time where he like literally scored 50 goals in 50 games, like that's where he got like all his goals. Exactly. His start start was exactly the same as this. He just relied less on the power play. No, no, because it's almost, he's at a point right now where it's impossible to score 50 and 50 because we've already done 20. He's already been in 24 games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what they said. Yeah, and then uh, he was on a cold streak. I think going into the playoffs a little bit, if I, or yeah, he, is he injured? That's the that's the thing. He stopped scoring. He was like nine yeah. for twenty last year. I, I think uh, I think Matthews could could win. I think if anyone like in the top twenty is going to win, it's going to be Matthews, or he just won't catch Robertson. I think there's a good chance McDavid too could I'm, too. I'm, that's my guess. It's McDavid. Yeah. McDavid's yeah. going for it. This McDavid's going to win like. A, it at one point in his yeah, career, for sure. So year. I think this year is the year. If he's ever going to win it, it's yeah, but the Matthews other guy slumps, who's yeah. usually going to win it slumping, right? It's like slumping, that's yeah. that's like the same th- reason why Crosby won the year he won, right? Ovechkin, mm-hmm. Ovechkin, I don't know if he slumped that year, but was he, he definitely wasn't as good as he usually was. So I feel like this is his one chance to kind of win it before make, uh, Matthews goes back to the... Ooh, tonight's the uh, Kachuk reunion in Calgary. Ooh. How do we think I wonder if he happen? gets booed a lot or if like he gets a... Because he got he traded, he but he didn't want to be there. So it'll yeah. be interesting. All right, was there one more word? Did we do it? Oh, uh, Norris. 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 I think Carlson or Makar. I want to see Carlson. Carlson. Everyone wants eh? to see Carlson win it just for the vibes. Just for the vibes? Carlson winning he... it for the vibes would be great. Yeah, but it's so meaningless with Carlson. <laughs> like San Jose sucks, <laughs> right? Like I think yeah, he gets a lot of consideration he, just because I don't of, think he know, will he's because so he's good. not going to be in the playoffs. Players that don't get them in playoffs rarely get consideration. Yeah, so Makar probably. Uh, Adam Fox Rich is killing it right now. Adam Fox has twenty five points in twenty three. Dalene's having a good season. The guy is having a good season. Oh yeah, I wanted to do more rubbing it in Ty's face about Dalene. Okay, okay, but you said the same thing about it's meaningless because Buffalo's not making the playoffs. Yeah, but Dalene's still doing sick, and you're writing him off, and me and Martin have been defending him this entire time. So, 
So fuck you, Ty. The heart. Uh, the <laughs> this is a tough one. Norris is definitely tough. It will be. Norris a is too close right now. I feel like there's yeah. clear there's clear like people that are ahead right now for like the heart and everything, but not for the Norris. Like Carlson's obviously like at the top, but there's so much regression. But it's for like him meaningless to too, though. Like we yeah. were just saying, it's, it's meaning and meaningless. it's meaningless results. Uh, Darlene isn't going to make the playoffs. Adam Fox and the Rangers might not even make the playoffs at this rate. Yeah. Uh, but he's probably been the best defenseman outside of those two. Um, McCarr's been great, but he hasn't been like that much better than everyone else. Also, but what is I, I didn't realize you? this, but Sergachev's top five in scoring right now. And but I kind of criticized his contract before. So McCarr <laughs> yeah. just went off for no, points. No, I wouldn't. Not at all. And Dougie Hamilton, like I think Dougie Hamilton has to get some consideration if New Jersey is yep. like second, third in the East, yep, or something like sure. that. Like Dougie Hamilton's one hundred percent going to get votes. He's not leading the team in scoring or anything like that, or doing anything like guess, crazy point wise. But I guess Pet Petroangelo would get votes if if Vegas keeps it up. Yeah, Petroangelo. High school will him. probably get votes because Dallas doing so well. Yeah, It'll be a the, tough it's one. A, it's a wide open kit, but everyone make their prediction. I final, said, I said Carlson. 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 Uh, Dolly. I'm gonna go Adam Fox. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm going Adam Fox. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks that's, for listening again. That's, an that's another right week there? in the books. Yeah, that an episode. Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30k and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.